Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is Buck Perez. How are we doing, Todd? Doing fine, and once again, AJ Gordon. On How's it going? Oh. AJ, we've had a lot of fun hanging out with you in the last couple shows. It's been good. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, I heard some sad news. And that's uh, you're 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 doing your own uh, podcast with some people coming up, and we've had so much fun having you on here. So, how can people find out about your uh, new, new gig you have coming up? Uh, we don't have it set up yet. Uh, we're still working all the, the kinks out. It's a part of a comedy group though called Good Form Peter, oh. and their website is it's still kind of in the the making process. Although I think you can go watch two videos. Two or three videos on it okay. at goodformpeter.com. In fact, I'll, if I can, I'll give them a plug on Funny or Die. Oh, they're on Funny or Die? Yeah, they did. They put a video up on Funny or Die, and I think it's called Fuck the Word. Fuck, comma, the word, or the word fuck. And um, there was a guy who did all the voiceover for Disney, like in the 50s. Okay. And once he stopped working for Disney, he recorded this audio bit talking about the word fuck. Oh, and oh, it's no. all over YouTube, and you can, and it's like this old, you know, '50s, '60s voice. He's like the guy who did like Ricky Ticky Tavi. Yeah, yeah, talking something. about the word "fuck." Okay. So <laughs> they shot a video, a very funny video, uh, using the audio from that video. Oh, that, awesome! Uh, so if you go to Funny or Die, look up either Good Form Peter or "fuck the word." Uh, you should be able to find it. It's, I think it's funny. I think it's pretty funny. Well, you let me know when your show starts, and we'll give it a nice plug here. I will. We're going to start recording Tuesday. Because every, every, you know, all, all the different people we know do do shows. Like you know, it's low budget people or AJ. You start up whatever. Like love everybody just kind of being involved. Because um, there's this cool group of all these old people who work together at KLSX, which was probably uh, KLSX was kind of like there was. 10 pounds of talent in a one-pound bag going sure. on there. There are so many people there who are just vibrant, talented people. And I don't know. It's being from that. It's like being from the skull and bones of podcasting. It is. It's like, like, like if you worked at KLSX, then you are in line to be somewhere in the top 50 on iTunes comedy. I don't think it's a skull and bones. I think it's more like the animal house of radio. Right, right. We were. Uh, it's definitely the, uh, the, the misfit group. Of uh, of radio stations, and, and somehow that attracted the, the most I don't know talented, funny people in the world. You know, whether whether it be uh, you know people who are currently in talk radio or a bunch of young guys like ourselves who have uh, you know done something with podcasting. So uh, definitely being part of that ilk is one of my greatest favorite badges I wear in life. That's fun. What are you doing now? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did. Uh, right now, I'm working for an ad agency. Oh, that's cool. And a, uh, and so yeah, I'm basically I'm a head writer for uh, ad agency. So is that fun? Oh yeah, dude. I just sit and I get to. Write. It's, fu- it's fucking Mad Men, man. Yeah, it's Mad Men. No, I'm a copywriter, so I just mm. sit and I write. I write ads all day and come up with cool ideas, and it's a really laid back place. Have martinis at lunch, and that's really cool. Yeah, so it's it's a good gig, man. And like the guys who run the company are awesome. So where are you working? Uh, Marina Del Rey. Fancy. A little bit of a ride from here, but real quick, I have, I have a funny setup. Right? I have two shitty cars. <laughs> Actually, one of my cars is pretty awesome. I have a, That's an awesome car. A 1999 uh, Lincoln Continental, and I drive that to the Green Line, and then I have a 1999 Jetta that I keep at the end of the, the uh, Green Line station at LAX. You just keep it there? Yeah. 
<laughs> you just leave your car. You don't have to pay for parking? No, it's free. Are you fucking... You yeah, think, if it's a long vacation, I'll take the car back. <laughs> but so so what I do is I drive my Lincoln to, to the... Uh, yeah. If you see a Jetta there, take it. It's <laughs> free. Not supposed to do but uh, it's got bald tires on it, but you won't go too far. But And so what I do is I drive up to the Metro Green Line station. I pay a buck fifty, and it takes me from uh, like Downey. I drive up to Downey. It takes me from Downey to LAX in 22 minutes. And you just look at stop cars the whole way on the 105. Then I get in my second car, and I take it into work. Yeah, it's pretty smart. And so like it saves me. It's $3, basically, for my commute. Plus a 10-minute drive both ways in the car. So, uh, Does someone, like, chauffeur you? Because this just seems rather, like, opulent. No, yeah, you no, have, like, two I, I'm all cars. for that. I like that. You have, like, two yeah. different cars transferring you to people. Dude, I love the train. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love sitting on the train. I love all the people I run into on the train. And the funny thing is the trains in L.A. are really awesome and they're really fast. And as long as they're going where you need to go, they're, they're actually They're really awesome. fast because no one rides them. No, yeah, there, there are, no, no actually, there are the the trains are always packed if you take them during commuter hours. Yeah, yeah. I lived I've by never... the red line in my first apartment on Western. Yeah, and uh, I love taking it. I would take it up and down, and take it down to Staples Center. Yeah, I know. And uh, going to the Staples Center from like Long Beach, you just drive it right up there, and it takes you right there. But it, it's a great thing if you're a drunk too, because I drink, so it's it's nice. I just sit on the train. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but on the on the the blue line, you'll see some shit. On the blue line. But uh, anyway, uh, by the way, uh, we have a Facebook page now. So if you could please join, if you have a face and you're on Facebook, uh, just a far out uh, podcast. There's a link on our site, but uh, I'm sure you can find it with any amount of computer acumen. And then also, right now we're on Stitcher, which is pretty awesome. And I'm going to do their read, written by some other copywriter that isn't me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can now hear the far out podcast on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Pre, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. And also, we have a link on the site, so you can get to Stitcher whenever you want. And it's a really awesome thing. You don't have to download the show. Just boom, hear it wherever you are at any moment from your phone, as long as you have headphones. At any moment, you can hear our show. So nice. you, maybe, maybe you're fucking on jury duty. Maybe you're on trial. Maybe you're bored. You just want to hear our shit. You can uh, listen to myself, Buck, and uh, AJ Gordon. Yep. That being said, <laughs> I'm a little hungover today. Yeah. I got to be honest. Uh, less hungover now because I've got a couple of these uh, fine Budweiser's in me. Yes. But uh, last night I went to a party in Silver Lake. And it was this weird night where I, it snuck up on me. Like, I thought I wasn't drinking that much. It's strangely, AJ, you wouldn't believe this. I was in Silver Lake, mm-hmm. and they had a keg of uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Shocker. Shocker? Shocker. Now, they seem like Kieran fans there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was at, basically, I was at a hipster party, and we, I had a great time. But what happened was I ended up getting fucking really drunk. Like, I was there with my fiance, and I was having a good time. And I, I had some beers, and uh, there was a hookah there. But here's the deal. I don't know if anybody listening to this show is, or I don't think anybody in this room is. It was the asshole that brings a hookah to the party. Yeah, what, who's bringing a hookah? Like, seriously, show me a guy with a hookah at a party, and I'll show you an asshole. Basically, yeah, I'll show you someone I don't want to Basically, the with. hookah is like someone who wants friends, you know? It's like, you know, because it's a communal thing. It's You have to have more than one person on the hookah, right? It's, it's like, like Swedish meatballs. Right. It's like you're just, it's it just 
screams of uh, being desperate. Yeah, and the hookah gives you nothing, by the way, because if someone like just packed it with Marlboro Lights, yeah, at least you get a fucking lung full of nicotine. Yeah. And if you're a nicotine addict, it would feel great, and you'd love that. But the hookah got nothing in that but just kind of tasty tobacco. Right. Like, if the guy was loading up some... Apple like, shit. He mm. is not as... Like, the hookah guy is is like the guy who's like, ooh, I'm smoking something. Like, he's like, I would never smoke a cigarette, but I'll smoke a hookah. And definitely miles away from the guy who brings weed to a party and 10 miles away from the guy who brings a little booger sugar. To me, <laughs> the guy who's... To me, smoking hookah was cool and fun until you remembered smoking pot was cooler. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. And to me, it was like, oh, yeah, all this hookah's really cool. Man, this is just like smoking pot. Hey, you know what? We should go do smoke pot. I don't right. think I've ever smoked or used a hookah without pot being involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's not a... It's. Uh, I know people have done the hookah cafes and things like that. Like, that shit was cool for a minute, but it just never, uh, never appealed to me. No. To me, a hookah's like pizza without the cheese on it. Right. It's like, hey, this is good, but... Oh, that's right. We're supposed to have cheese with this. Right. I brought a hookah and also a 12-pack of O'Doul's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm the coolest guy here. So if you're listening to the show... And I dispense condoms. Mm. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Just because I don't want to feel sex all the way. And I'm so afraid of AIDS. Seriously. If you're straight, you're not getting AIDS. I mean, that was probably the worst message to was send. Was that your analysis? Right I hope. I hope that gets the quote that was of like the a, month. That was like one of those NBC uh, lookout things. My bad. No, you you can get AIDS uh, <laughs> if you're straight and not going to Africa. You're not getting AIDS, dude. If I went to Africa, I'd so bring a pack of condoms. But a gay guy in Africa, look well, look out. out. Yeah, watch out for that one. That oh is my God. that is AIDS. That's riddled with AIDS. <laughs> yeah. If ever if ever I was full blown. If ever I was about to have anal sex with somebody and they were like, Mumbutu, <laughs> like, oh, seven my name is Mumbutu. I'm, on the, down, I'm on the down low in Africa. You get out of that butt. <laughs> run. I'm out of that butt. Yeah, I think I, I definitely switched to bottom at least uh-huh. in that situation. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I got really hungover, and well, I'm really hungover. And then here was the problem: I was driving home, and I haven't done this in quite some time. Well, I wasn't—I mean, I wasn't driving. My fiance was driving because oh, sure. I was blind, fucking drunk, and I threw up like right on Delamo Boulevard, right here, right by my house. Todd, oh, you're geez. 33 years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. You didn't even make it home. <laughs> I was hanging my head out the car, like Todd, you're 33 Hunter. years old, Hunter. I'm a grown ass man. I'm 23, and I can't remember the last time I threw up due to alcohol. Mm. Dude, I don't know what happened. I, I think it was I was at the party, and I think what set me off was my friend introduced me to some people, and it's like, oh, here's who's here's Barb, and here's Janie, and here's Tony. They all do podcasts. And I looked around, and there was like three other people that were doing their own podcast, and I was like, that kind of pisses me off. I'm like, well, I'm the podcaster at the party. That's my thing, right? Wow. <laughs> you know? And I was just thinking, more people listen to my I, shit than yours. But. I should whip that out the next party I'm at. I'm the podcaster at I'm the party. The po- I'm the hey, podcaster. you want to get this thing started? I'm the podcaster. <laughs> exactly. I never thought of that angle. Now, who I'm wants gonna... to mount my junk? <laughs> Nobody. But then the, fu- the funny thing, so I was kind of like, uh, and then it was another weird thing because it was like being at a party with a bunch of other like comedians or something in, in which you're kind of like just everybody's annoying. You know, it's fine when you're on stage, but if not, it's kind of annoying. It's like one time we were recording low budget, and after that, like uh, the guys who do Mega Boom, 
where uh, and who are all a bunch of like improv, like comedy guys. And they're all very funny. But it was kind of funny because we're all sitting around a room and there was a bunch of comedians. There was, there was like eight comedians and no audience. <laughs> it was like it's, all the Mega Boom guys and then me and Chambers and Sowen and Chaffee sitting around. Now, the amount of funny going in that room was pretty intense. But it was all this like weird competitive energy where like yeah. one guy threw out a one liner. I think we were watching it's the all, Pro Bowl. It's all like misdirected. Yeah, yeah nobody was, hates a comic more than another comic. Oh yeah, it was just a. It was it was kind of like you know just a, a bunch of dicks and no, no nothing to put it in you know. And but I mean all the guys were cool. I actually liked the Mega Boom guys. But it was it was just kind of funny. It was like it's just like a lot of one upmanship going on. Yeah, no, it can get brutal. Yeah, because I always I always you know. It's it's that thing, you know. You're like, oh, you're funnier than me. Fuck it, <laughs> I hate you, you know. <laughs> but um, anyway, so that that w- that was bizarre moment at a party last night, and it reminded me of one of the the times before I was drinking in Silver Lake, and I went to the Red Lion. Mm-hmm. You ever go there so with all the German beers and shit? Oh, the Red Lion. Yeah. So the Red Lion. The yeah, one. the Red Lion Tavern. And I went I went to the Red Lion Tavern and. I just I was with some friends and I happened to run into this guy, and uh, he he was Jewish and so I told him at the time I was the head writer for J Date mm-hmm. and a bunch of other like dating websites. Dropping, dropping. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh my God, you work for J Date!" And he was like shitting himself. Which I tell your story all the time. Right. How you became a hero at that place by coming up with the slogan. Don't be a schmuck. Email somebody today. Right. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yes. The fact you get a paycheck. Based off your don't be a schmuck is amazing. <laughs> you're, you're looking at uh, my garage in my house. Don't be a schmuck that's paid a, for this house got, in Lakewood. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. This house was uh, bought based on Jewish puns delivered by a fucking the most um, <laughs> looking son of a bitch in the world. I, am in I the stole wrong your money. Field. I stole your money, AJ. That should have been your money. I am in the wrong field. All right. I need to join copywriting. Yes. Because that is amazing. I tell anybody in the audience... Uh, Become a copywriter. You make good money, and it's very easy work. Yeah, but, don't don't work in a digital department of radio, because you're going to get all the free concert tickets you want, but not enough to pay your bills. I've <laughs> seen the Rolling Stones a couple times, but the only time my gas got shut off was like I had Stones tickets that day, but they shut off my gas. Yeah, nice. that's radio. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna get some badass shit. You're gonna get into cool, fun parties. You're gonna have a fun time. You ain't gonna have a nice car. You can be like, I got uh, Frank Sontag on speed dial. Yeah, ooh. Uh, I don't have his number. But I've got his email. But I can tell you all about what kind of ramen's the best. <coughs> yeah. But so I was at this party, so this guy was really excited, and then the guy ended up being a really big Adam Carolla fan. And like KLSX fan. So I was like, oh, KLSX. He's like, KLSX and J Date. So um, I get ready, and I'm, I'm going home from the bar. Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine texts me. Says you were at the red line. I said, "Why is this?" He goes, I, "She goes. I was trying to get this guy's number, and he said he just met some guy who worked for Jadit and KLSX, and I figured you're the only person who fit that description in, in the, the room. world." Yeah, so so I said, you or John Solomon. <laughs> right, right. No, John never worked at Jadit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, so then, so you were Domagoy. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Oh, he's uh, right. He's, uh, the left wing is taking over. Uh-huh. Oh, I gotta play copies of. Um, the show I recorded with Domagoy. I, I recorded like 10 shows with Domagoy. Was it not good? It's some of the most boringest shit. I love that guy. No, I love Domagoy. Yeah. But me and Domagoy in the room talking about politics is probably... Not fun. One of the most boringest <laughs> no, he's conversations. super conservative. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I know. I, I love Domagoy. But... Tiltedtalk.com. 
And so what happens is, so I wind up going to this party in Silver Lake, and I go to go park in front of this guy's house, and I'm waiting for my friend, the chick, to show up. My friend Alex. Very funny. And so I'm waiting for them to show up, and I got to piss. So I'm on a hill, because Silver Lake is all hills. Sure. And so I found a coffee cup in my car, and I pissed in the coffee cup. Now, that being said, you took the cup in your hand and said, I'm never using this again? Or no, I probably throw it in the dishwasher. Exactly. Or I got one, a KitchenAid. One, one rinse will do this good. This will do a little bit of soap. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I, so I pee in it, but the problem is that I'm on a hill, and so then all the urine spilled back onto my pants. <laughs> so it basically was this a very vertical hill? It, must, it was. Yeah. It was. It was like a 45 degree angle. Yeah, it's steep in Silver Lake. Yeah. So I. So uh, beware if you're ever in Silver Lake and you need to take a whiz inside of a coffee cup. Don't piss down. So there's a lot of, the, of uh, that being said. This episode of the Far Out Podcast is bar- This episode of the Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Target. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it fucking sucks, right? <laughs> this episode of the Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Target. All right. <laughs> it's like too much of a rough bit. All right, I think we're good because I gotta edit. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. All right. This episode of the Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Target. Come enjoy our after Kwanzaa sale. We have to make room. A lot of urban legends going out there, man. Uh, we are here on the Far Out Podcast to dispel some of these and to break them down and to find out which urban legends are true and which ones are not. Bless you. Am I supposed to say something right no, now? No, edit it out. Oh, I was, I was looking at AJ because you said you had... Uh... <laughs> oh, do you want me to tell my stories now? Yeah. Okay, I've got two. I'm going to give you the titles. You tell me which one you want to hear first. All okay. Right. Let's hear it. Do you want to hear Acid Bob? Ooh, sounds interesting. Yeah. Or Midget Town? What's number one on my list? Fucking Midget Town right there. I was going to say, I'm taking a trip to Midget Town right now. All right. All right, let's let's start off with Midget Town. So road trip. There, I grew up in the super hippie liberal college, small college town of Claremont, California. Okay. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's a great place, though. The city of trees and PhDs. No, I love yeah. it. I love growing up there. I absolutely love that city. Up in the there was the college area, right. which was the very artsy, very bohemian. Very expensive still. Yeah, there's Yuppie. a lot of rich kids on trust funds going to Pitzer and shit but, like but that the, around there. But the, the adults who live there are still very wealthy, very yuppie, but they, they're the artistic yuppie down oh, there. It's the Malibu crowd. Yeah, then you go a little bit north, and it's just kind of your average working person. Right. Uh, and then you go a little bit nicer, a little bit more north, and it's a little bit nicer. Okay. And then you go n- more north of that, and it's crazy eccentric. 10,000 square foot mansions, uh, huge, huge homes. Then you go north of that and it gets weird. (laughs) There was a Padua. Uh, Padua? Padua was like one of the main north-south streets. Oh, okay. I thought it was some kind of Indian dwelling. No, no, no. You take Padua uh, or Padua if uh, you you, uh, watch Taming of the Shrew or read it. No. You get up Mm. to, uh, okay, or if you watch 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, with uh, Heath Ledger? Yes. No on that The too. overrated uh, actor? Yes. Yeah. So The Joker was so great. You walk, you go all the way up, you would get to this to this place. Oh, what it was what was it called? Uh, Shin Road. You take Shin Road 
And then it got to like a sign that said like, do not enter, stay out, surveillance. And this place is way too liberal for you. And it was like no, a bunch no. of like homes up there that looked like, like a village anti-type homes. All right. hmm. And nobody ever really got up that far. But there was always the talk of that's where a colony of midgets lived. Oh, that's where they had smaller homes. Okay, they had smaller cars. Everything was smaller, and they just lived up there. They worked up there. They never came down. It was their own private community. I, I always, I always just thought it was like a place where they grew pot. <laughs> but did they build things for Santa? But everybody knew that was Midget Town. Now, and, did did they have a trebuchet like on uh, Little People Big World? Let's build a trebuchet. No, 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 no. But 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 like literally like smaller homes. Okay. So then, they're just poor. So, we would have a lot of fires because it was in the foothills. So, so there was the then Midget Town burnt down because the fires got down. <laughs> so me and my friends decided we're very gonna, small corpses we're gonna drive up to midget town and see what it's and this is this yeah. is and i've lived there all my life I, and i've been to the gates to the front a million times because you go that's midget town but i've never gone past it so we finally <laughs> probably about 17 went all right we're going to go check it out so we're in my acura we're driving up this road and this road is a road but there's dirt on it there's like water coming through it did you bring any nets to possibly catch some of the midgets we're going to look for midgets <laughs> like a so, butterfly net we're going midget hunting so <laughs> we and it's one road up we don't see cars we don't see anything we get up like a mile into it and we're into the mountain now yeah we come around this balls corner, deep in midget land we see 10 old men standing in the road I'm not making this up. Standing in the road, shoulder to shoulder, blocking the road from us going any further. <laughs> not yelling, not coming towards, not saying anything. And it's not like they were talking, then they saw us, and then got in line. They, they were, were there. Already in oh the line. God. Do they appear to be under the spell of something? Or Well-dressed, like literally how, in suits. How suits tall were ties. they? How tall were they? Regular dudes, okay. tall guys. Yeah. Mormons? No, who knows? But standing shoulder to shoulder, blocking the road so we could Did they pass. say, you shall not pass? But about 100 feet ahead, we turned around and got the hell out of there yeah. as quick as we could. That's scary There are midgets in our hills. Oh, it was, it was scary. I've never seen a midget there. No, I don't know anyone who's actually ever seen a midget there. I'm thinking maybe it's like an Area 51 for like freak midgets. It's weird. It's really weird up there. Yeah. Could have been alien midgets. Like <laughs> midget <been>. aliens. <laughs> Like they're awesome. grays. Yeah, yeah. They were grays, but they were tiny. They, they were but I grew up in the town of that had midget town. Now, what's what's the paper say? So, well, see, when I talk about midget town, it's a totally different thing because urban legend has it there is a midget town in Long Beach, which many people have discussed, like over in the Bixby Knolls area. So this travels this thing. Oh yeah, I well, guess I, every town's got its own. I never knew. I've never heard of this. Yeah, never no, heard well, I mean, Long Beach is a big. It's fifth largest city in California, and I pretty much live in Long Beach. I live like one block from the city of Long Beach, yeah. and um, for many years, people have always told me about Midget Town, and uh, I've, I've always heard about it. And people have, people have given me directions to it. I went on a search for it, <laughs> didn't find the fucker. But, exactly, but it's <laughs> tiny. So. Eventually, what happened was this friend of mine named Josh, who grew up in like Paramount, which is Paramount's pretty hood. Yeah, it's hood. And uh, Josh made a lot of money as a uh, in the loan business. Okay, but Josh is still from Paramount, you know. And uh, he has a big house in Bixby Knolls, which is like the Long Beach Beverly Hills, but it's in the hood. But it's like 
Ferris Bueller, the house, whatever's from yeah, there. Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful, like, there's like, like the White House looking houses and it's mm-hmm. crazy, this crazy Beverly Hills area in North Long Beach. And he's like, I can dig you. I can dig you to Midget Town. But I tell you one thing. It's a gated community. It's a gated. You can't get in there. It's a gated community. And now uh, Josh, rich motherfucker. But, you know, still hood, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, Josh, one time we went out. We went out partying. And he goes, do you want me to take you to Midget Town? But I got to tell you. It's a gated community. Mm-hmm. It's gated. Can't get in there unless a midget drives in in front of you. And a midget's probably in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> you got to follow the Mini Cooper into Midget Town. Right. So we went out, and three grams later, after a party in Glendale. Okay, I won't tell that story. <laughs> it's incriminating. But we come back from Glendale at a party, and... We go back and uh, we go back to his house and he said he claims to live right next to Midget Town. So he drives me and, and some friends of ours in his Hummer and we go right up next to it and then he pulls up to this gate because it's a gated community. Of course. And then he goes, look in there. He warned you. And he goes, see, see the house? Uh-huh. See the doorknob? It's like three feet up and shit. It's Was fuck, it lower? Fucking no regular human would live there. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He goes, it's a gated community. There's midgets in there. That's midget town. And then just drove me back to his house. <laughs> so he so claims he brought me to midget, seen a midget But they were sleeping. It was late at night, you know. So I don't know. Like, they, weren't, they weren't making uh, Santa's gifts there. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody was like, Toyland, Toyland. Yeah, There's nothing like weird that. going no, on. It wasn't like that. But uh, there was an experience where I do believe I just might have. Might have saw a little person. <clears throat> I don't know. It could have been my, my imagination or whatever was happening. Now, my sister, for years, I don't know what it was, but she had a physical reaction to midgets. They freak me out. Like, she would... Like, that ain't y'all prejudice. I just remember... No, no. Well, no, that's it, prejudice. Well, this is my no, they, they freak me out. It's not me, but, you know. Your sister's they're prejudice. Not, they're not like us. Yeah, she would see, she would see <laughs> one... different. She would see one in a parking lot. Like, we'd be driving, she'd see one in a parking lot, and Larry would be like, oh, my God, and stop the car right there because the guy's walking, you know... She she didn't want to be next to them <laughs> at all. She, they just freaked her out. Man, yeah. I always thought that they were kind of a blessing. No. <laughs> like, good luck. No, no they're, no, it's they're not a curse. Like a, it's not like it's a black a cat. It's, it's a like, curse. It's not a blessing. It's not like a black cat. It's like a gecko. Gecko in your house? Good fucking news if you're Hawaiian. A black cat? That's your ass. Yeah. You know, I'm whenever I see, because I... Midgets are not the geckos of the world. You, as, as I mentioned before, I grew up across the street from Wee Man of the Jackass films. Why did I know that? Yes, he, he lived in Torrance. Nice. And he, he lived across the street from me. And uh, he was a friend. And we used to hang out, and we, we went to Bible study together, actually, as kids. So uh, now he owns Chronic Tacos, which I hear sucks. But Wee Man owns Chronic Tacos? Yeah. Like all of them? Yeah. I know he owns the one in Redondo Beach. I think it's Wee Man's Chronic Tacos, yes. I yeah. Is it a it franchise? Because there's Chronic Tacos everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to the one I off, uh, off Shoreline. Not Shoreline, off uh, Second. Long Beach? Or? Long Beach? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I've, n- I've never been there, but uh, Wee Man was was They're we used not- to read the Anarchist Cookbook, and he was magical. It's not good. He was not something one. Now, are you still in contact with Wee Man? I have not. I saw him at a bar in Long Beach like three years ago, but I haven't seen him since. But- Did he remember you, or was he a dick? 
No, he remembered me. He was like, hey, what's up, dude? Didn't he uh, buy a fridge from you guys back in the day? Yeah, the funny story was when I used to work at Sears selling refrigerators, he came in one day before the Jackass movie came out and he bought a mini fridge. <laughs> awesome. And the funny thing, okay. <coughs> Sorry, that's funny. It's all right. It's, it's all right. He just called it a fridge, though. <laughs> and after that give me that one after the movie came out he bought the big ass $2,500 stainless steel jobby that he needed like a ladder to get to or whatever right but it was like alright motherfuckers you know but no what Jason Acuna is his name and he was a really cool guy growing up and uh, our teacher used to call him Mr. Sunshine and uh, you know as a kid like it was cool because we had like a little guy at school and so you learned not to fear little people like that, they were cool, and then we read the Anarchist Cookbook together later. So let me ask you this: In school, was Wee Man getting laid? Because you talk to midgets, you act like they're ra- raking it in. Like girls want to find out what a midget's like. Like girls want to find out what a blind guy's like. I feel like a blind guy's getting laid a lot. Yeah, sure. But I don't just think for, a midget's just really just for curiosity factor. Yeah, I don't yeah. think a midget's really getting laid. I think yeah. we have a lot of people that listen to the show that are blind because blind people like the radio and podcasts. Well, so blind people write in if you're getting laid a lot. Yeah, write in in braille. I like braille in. Sign for that. Braille in, braille it in. One, one more quick um, little people story. <laughs> while we're at it, you know, I had a whole topic set up of uh, urban legends, but fuck it. Um, so what happened was one night I was at uh, I was at a party being thrown by Leo Quinones. Also sure. known as the film freak. The film freak, yes. Good, good guy uh, on KLSX. And so I was at Leo's house. And I was partying pretty hard, and like he lived next to it was like in Santa Monica, like right on the beach. And he lived next to some chick that was like Britney Spears' former manager or something. And the chick was really cool, and she had a pole. I think we were pole dancing at her house or something. Nice. And then I came back. She was for you, or you were for her. And we were just mutually was mutual. Jesus, yeah. It was a mutual pole dance. Yeah. Fucked <laughs> up. I could tell. Oh. And so I come back to Leo's house, and there are two little people. Because Leo loves karaoke. Leo loves karaoke. Okay. Leo scary. loves karaoke. I love Leo to death. Leo's a good guy. But so, and there are some little people singing karaoke. And one of the little people looked at me, and I think he was into dudes. Because we were singing Elton John together. And we sure. stopped, and he kind of looked at me. Like, looked at me in a way that dudes don't look at dudes. <laughs> and because, what, you know, some people call me Tiny Dancer. And, and, yeah, and what, what Elton John song did you just fucking sing? What's my question to you? We might have been singing Tiny Dance. Oh, Jesus. No, I hope Don't let the sun hold go me down closer, on you. Hold me closer, and, Tiny Dancer, and you expect him not to, you know, think something's going on? Shall be a good Exactly. Man. I mean, you're just throwing it out there, man. Possibly the bitch is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiny Dancer. I like Don't let, the sun go, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on You, and he's the sun. <laughs> oh, there you go. You better stop me from going down on you, Todd. <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I'm singing karaoke with this kid, this dude. And then on the other side of the room, there's this um, little person who's passed out at the party. But here's the problem. He was trying to pass out on the couch. <sighs> but he was only like, you know, three feet tall. So the couch was too high. So it's kind of like his, his shoulders were on the couch. And he was just kind of laying up against it. So I sit down next to the guy. We have a conversation. And the guy's kind of... He's got some attitude on him. You gotta be honest. He was of, of course he's trying to sleep one off and you're coming up and <laughs> fucking with him. Kind of a pissed off guy. <laughs> and then two days later I go to see the movies and there's movie previews and it's for the movie In Bruges. 
You don't see that with Colin Farrell? That's like Colin Farrell shit. Yeah, I saw the box. Yeah, well, one of the major actors in it is a little person. Okay. It ended up being the motherfucker who was being an asshole passed out on the couch. Nice. Leo's house was the guy from In Bruges. Nice. All right. All right, so do you want to hear my... Do you want to hear my second? Yes. This one's titled Acid Bob. Okay. So back in Claremont, I, uh, I heard a story about a friend who was at a party. And it was like a friend of a friend he ran into. And he was acting all weird. Like, he just talked to him, and he, like, he wasn't himself. So he asked somebody, like, what's, what's that guy's problem? What's, what's Bob's problem? He goes, he took a bunch of acid last week. He's like, yeah? He's still tripping. He goes, he took so much acid, he's never going to come down from his trip. Yeah. And he thinks he's a giant glass of orange juice. <laughs> wow. What? Now, that's like the weird acid shit, because they used to say, oh, I knew some dude, he took too much acid, sure. and he thought he was a corn chip. And then when you, when you gave him a hug, who took he took too much and acid died. and thought he was a glass of orange juice and was afraid people were going to knock him over. Wow. Now, everybody... Is this true? This dude was really... Everybody knew the guy who knew the guy who knew him or saw him at a party. <laughs> now, cut to like three years later... Right. I have a math teacher who overheard some kids talking about taking acid. And he goes, and he was like, I don't know, 35, 36. And he went to Claremont, you know, back when he was in high school. And he goes, No, guys, here's why you shouldn't do acid. My best friend. I had a friend who had a friend (laughs) who took too much acid and thought he was a giant glass of orange juice. Right. So that shit was going way back to like the 80s. So that that rumor has been around forever. Okay. Yeah, there's always... So nobody, but nobody's ever met the guy who, th- who walks around saying... No, 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 I've never met him. But I'm they've met the point. guy who's met the guy who's met the guy who's met him. I think the one I heard growing up in Catholic school, just uh, thinking about that was, if you have, it was about premarital sex. And it was about two people having sex in a car, you know, just uh, couldn't couldn't wait any longer, had sex, and uh, bam, semi comes by and takes them out. Well, that's you true. Know, that usually out. always happens. That always happens? Yeah. Oh. That's how Jesus takes out premature fornicators. <laughs> just with the big... Exactly. Jesus just, actually They always got to put the fear rig. in there, yeah. Now, gentlemen, we have a lot of urban legends to get to. Oh. So what we're going to do is, this show is going to become a part one. What? And a part two. What? So, we're going to come back. Right now it's Monday. We're going to come back Wednesday. We're going to have part two of the Urban Legends show. Because there's a lot of urban legends that we need to dispel and discuss. But, all right. So, here's the deal. We don't want for the next two days. We're going to come back and finish this topic. but But I don't want for the next two days people to go without a mantra. Give them their mantra. Because, uh... I want to enlighten the listeners of the Far Out Podcast. So, here we go. Here is Pootie Tang with his words of wisdom for the week. You ain't come one, but many time taint is. I like it. One more time, just so you remember it. Yeah, sink it in. You ain't come one, many but many time taint is. So, once again, this is Todd Perry for AJ Gordon and Buck Perez saying thank you for listening to the Far Out Podcast. 